Hello, and welcome to Disney Minus, the podcast where we watch everything on Disney+. Plus. I'm Nero, and I need to get my brains kicked out. I'm Kat, and if the bubbles tickle any of your all's nose, I'm going to kill both of you. Oh, well that messes with my intro, because I'm Steven, and the bubbles tickle my well, nose too. Fuck you, Steven. I guess, I guess you have to die now. <laughs> I thought we keep that Alright, welcome to my last episode, everybody. <laughs> This week we watched the uh, the 1968 film The Love Bug, a, a cl- the classic that introduced us to the lovable little uh, Volkswagen Beetle named Herbie. But before well, we get to show us into the horror show that is the Lindsay Lohan version, that's not for a while. I certainly won't be picking it. If we're lucky, I mean, we've got the randomizer. It made us watch the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Well, that one's not on. Um... I almost said Netflix. That one's not on Disney Plus yet. yet We're so. safe for now. We got that. Well, don't worry. They'll, they'll bring in. <laughs> they'll bring in Herbie fully loaded. It'll be a big event. Um, before we get to the movie proper, though, before we get to the Love Bug, I think it would be remiss of us to not talk about some news, some Disney news. Uh, this past week, Disney uh, closed Blue Sky Studios, which was uh, up until recently. The animation arm of Fox, which of course Disney uh, absorbed uh, last year, which I did not realize was part of Fox. I did not realize. Yeah, Disney Blue Sky, of course, they made robots. They made the Ice Age films. All of the like Fox animated movies. They were behind, um, and this is extremely bad on several levels. First of all, uh, four hundred and fifty people lost their jobs. Shit. Um. Blue Sky is yeah. also the only was also the only major animation studio left on the East Coast. Um, so tried. if anyone if any of those people want to stay in the industry, they're going to have to move to California, which is a long way to move in the middle of a pandemic. One might say. <laughs> Not only did they close Blue Sky Studios, they also closed them in the middle of making a movie. They were 10 months away from finishing a film adaptation of Noel Stevenson's webcomic, Nimona. Um, 10 months. That is not a long time for an animated film. They, yeah, you would think they'd let them at least nope. finish. Uh-uh. Close it. And, like, we may use Disney Plus uh, as a platform to watch stuff for our podcast, but I'm not sure any of us are fans of Disney these days as a company. No, I'm. I've been like super torn on how to feel about Disney for years because I like their movies and their parks, but as a company, I mean, shit. I think it's fair to say Disney's like top three most evil companies in the world right now, easily. Yeah, you got Disney, Amazon. I would Google. say Nestle is up. It'll there. take me a minute. Oh, dude, Nestle's way up there. Nestle's wretched. Oh, geez, yeah. But like, this is a worrying pattern because one of the things about Disney uh, currently, right, is how utterly homogenous their output is. Like, if you look at what they're making now, so they got the MCU, which are all the same movie. Yeah, You've got yeah a little. Their animated films, which are slowly becoming the same movie. Um, we've all seen the Elsa Dragon from that Wait, new. What? The oh, what? have you not seen Rava the Last Dragon? Oh, is that the one where it's got like basically no. the Elsa dragon? Yeah, it's like the, the they gave they gave the dragon <laughs> they gave the dragon same face. 
They gave the dragon same face somehow. Like they 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 figured it out. I've and seen like, the promos. That's it. The the difference, you know, animation, the 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 um diversity in art style that like Blue Sky had, say, is something that really helped them stand out among the rest of uh, the the competition. And Disney seems to be slowly whittling down that competition and those different art styles until all that is left is their art style. This, like, smooth, perfectly marketable, perfectly, like, mathematically designed art style. I just really don't like to see it. Yeah, to say nothing of their, like, story structure. Um, And, you know, as well as the personal matter of, oh, Noelle Stevenson, a creator I really like. They finally get their 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 like web comic, which I've been meaning to get to. I hear it's really good. They're getting that adapted into a movie. Nope. Oh shit! I looked up. I looked up Rava. Yeah, it's the, it's Elsa as a dragon. It oh does. God, it looks like right, freaking Elsa with the DreamWorks face and the. Why do you have to give all female characters the big googly eyes and the floofy, floof boobs thing? It's. I it's, don't like it. It looks really bad. Um, it does. But, you know, just as a reminder, you, Disney holds us, the, the Disney movies and, and Disney parks hold a special place in a lot of our hearts. But Disney is not your friend. Disney's no one's no. friend. Disney Mickey is Mouse, Disney's friend. Oh, Dickie, funny, Mickey Mouse so would kill you in a moment without hesitation. And this is true. <laughs> Fuck, and that's the other thing is what they've done to copyright oh, yeah. law because of Mickey. Disney has utterly warped copyright law um, for their own gain. Uh, but that's another topic. That's a whole other topic. But let's not talk about Dis- the Disney of the now. The all-consuming vortex of nightmares. Let's talk about the Disney of the 60s, which was a... St- I, I don't know much about the Disney of the 60s, but I feel like there was a lot more uh, weed around the studio back then. A lot more drinks... It was the 60s, after all. I mean, um, you're not wrong. It's the love bug. So, I don't know how this movie got made, but it sure did. That's all I have on its creation. I, don't, I didn't look into it. I just, just <laughs> like, movies just happened back then. Yeah, they kind of Someone said, what if we make a movie about a car that's alive, and another guy who was out of his mind on, like, Quaaludes said, yes make the car movie and they did and it's called the love bug it stars dean jones michelle lee and all what's what's that guy's name the guy from bed knobs and broomsticks uh jim doug nope dean jones nope the the guy with the mustache uh, he is he is also oh. um, the guy from mary poppins oh, oh the dude that played bird the dude that played thorndike the villain uh, David yes, Tomlinson. David Tomlinson, very well-known character actor, uh, usually playing uptight British assholes, and that uh, this movie is no different. So playing the type then. Yep, um, he was really good at it. So that when they needed an uptight British asshole, they said, "Well, let's get let's get uh, let's get David in here. Let's see what he can do." Uh, well, we're, I, I'm curious, because I have a, a long history with Herbie. I watched this movie over and over again when I was a kid, because I did that with tapes. Uh, it was, this was one of them. The Aristocats was another one. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was another one. Um, 
What are y'all's experiences with our friend Herbie? I knew of it, but like aside from, I think aside from seeing like commercials for fucking probably fully loaded, I don't think I ever really like came across it when I was a kid. Right, like I had heard of it, but of course I saw the promos for the Lindsay Lohan reboot, but that was really it. So interesting. Yeah, Herbie is kind of a thing of like the past, right? When it, when you when you look at the concept of Herbie, it's like this probably doesn't have much of a place in modern film. The the idea of like, oh, look, what if the car was alive? Um, is is the kind of novelty that can keep a '60s film going? It was like Christine, but the car wasn't evil. Well, that's that's the '90s <laughs> remake. So. so you say. Uh, let me tell you about some before we get started on the love bug 1968 let me tell you about the 90s one starring bruce campbell oh god so in that one they got well we we do have a question about some of the details of that one so we'll save that for the end but that movie gets way darker than this one which already gets pretty dark in places regardless let's get started on love bug we open with the world's most whimsical uh demolition derby yeah, I really actually I really like the music in this movie. It's fun. <laughs> oh yeah, the music is very sixties. Um, but for that reason, it is a lot. There's a lot of flutes. There's a lot of uh, guitar, and we're just watching cars smash into each other. Yeah, yay. Which I don't think Herbie would like. Uh, to be perfectly honest. Well, there are a couple times where he, I guess, indicated maybe he would. So I guess if you get him mad enough. Like, yeah, I guess Herbie does have the bloodlust in him a little bit. <laughs> but, like, so it's, it's just, it's about, like, this is how you know it's, this is an old movie. We the, the credits just play over this Demolition Derby for, like, five minutes. It's just nothing but car footage and, like, flute music. Until eventually, of course, our protagonist, Jim Douglas, pops out of one of the cars... Uh, he's, he looks like shit right now. Um, he, and, uh, he gets a ride home from the guy who runs the demolition derby. He was like, listen, Jim, you're too, you're too old for this shit. What are you doing? And, uh, he's like, and Jim's like, well, just, uh, give me another chance. I'll win the next one. And he says, no, no. (laughs) He's like, all of my competitors are 18 and 19. You're way too old for this. Yeah, does he say how old Jim is, or is it just assume Jim is like twenty nine or something? He does not say. Let me see. What? How? When did? How old would Dean Jones have been? Well, with movie casting, that doesn't especially matter. True. People will play any ages, but I guess this was before the like. Eh, well, the, I guess people were still casting like twenty eight year olds as teens back yeah, then. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Dean Jones would have been like thirty six, thirty seven. So. That honestly feels right for Jim, like, or maybe a little bit younger, like mid thirties. Yeah. Um, because yes, Jim is a washed up uh, race car driver. He used to be hot shit, but he's kind of lot. He 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 says he ran out of cars. He apparently is famous, uh, for just crashing shit all the time. Which is you know, not not the most desirable quality in a racer. No, you usually want the car to still be there at the end of the race is uh, my understanding of the sport. That sounds correct. But, uh, so he comes back home to his, like, 
renovated <laughs> the renovated old firehouse that he and his buddy yeah. live in. It's cool. I like. I would live in an old firehouse with my friend Tennessee. What's his name? Tennessee Steins or whatever. I don't know his last name. I got hung up on the fact that he's his name is Tennessee. Yeah, his name is Tennessee. He's played by Buddy Hackett, and he makes scrap sculptures. He does. He, Tennessee uh, Steinmetz, by the way. Yeah, Tennessee Steinmetz, which I guess, if you make scrap sculptures, it's nice to be friends with the guy who keeps trashing yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah, actually, in this scene, doesn't Jim like bring him just a twisted up bumper from the derby? Yes. Yeah, he, he's like, well, like when he gets out of this dude's car, he like lifts the big bumper, and the guy's like, hey, what's that for? It's like, oh, for a friend. Um,. But yeah, so Tennessee, of course, you know, Jim is pretty low, and he's he's telling Tennessee like, listen, I, I kind of needed to win this, uh, this this demolition derby, I, to to get my groove back. I just I just feel like I don't know what I'm what I'm trying what I'm supposed to do anymore if I'm not behind the wheel of a car. This when, <laughs> this when Tennessee. <laughs> Like tells him about the time he spent in Tibet. Yeah. He loves to talk about the time he spent in Tibet. Yeah, it was. Did he say he was like painting? He was like a painter before that or something. Yes, he says like I used to. I use. I used to paint la- like uh, like landscapes and shit. But I, I never, I never really felt fulfilled. So I went to Tibet, um, and then I uh, learned my true calling, which is scrap sculpture. Yeah, if it makes him happy. If it fulfills you, do what you want. Um, and Jim's like, "All right, buddy, that's great. Hey, I'm gonna go uh, go into town real quick. Uh, do you know where you're um, gonna take your car?" And Tennessee looks over at the scrap sculpture, which has the logo of his car on it, because he has, uh, in a fit of creative passion, dismantled it. Which some you, listen. You, you don't choose when the muse strikes you. Sometimes you just have to take apart your own car and turn it into a beautiful sculpture. So this scene coming up where Jim is outside of the, the, the dealership. God. <laughs> this is so, not subtle. No. So this family picture we got we got jim what does the sign say may we direct your attention to these and then the implication is that the bottom yeah and then he looks down and there's a pair of sexy legs (laughs) it's what it is is she's like it's a big sign so she's putting it together in like two halves so it's supposed to be may we direct your attention to these and then whatever's on the bottom half of the sign (laughs) yeah but he just like he he literally he literally like lowers his sunglasses i think (laughs) Like, good lord. And I have in my notes, may I direct your attention to these gams? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. I'm good. Steven, are you sure you're okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. Are you so, sure? Oh, jeez. So, yes, they have a weird meet cute through the window where he gets startled by her. And like, or, no, he's like trying to look, and then he just slams his face up against the window like an idiot. Yeah, I guess forgot it was um, there. Yeah, it's like a pigeon. Um, <laughs> there are points in this where Jim's a real asshole um, as a, as a protagonist. It's kind of amazing how unlikable he is at points, right. uh For this, I will movie. say though, it is in my top two Dean Jones performances. 
What's the top? What's the top one? Oh, it's between this and Million Dollar Duck, so this is probably number one. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot he was also in that movie. <laughs> it's the only two things I've seen him in. Well, it's probably better than that one. Yeah. Um, he so she lets him in after he has his uh, brain fart accident. Um, and she's like, "Oh, did I startle you?" And he's like, "Yeah, something like that." Um, but his attention is quickly stolen away from the beautiful woman uh, by a beautiful Y'all, car. Y'all, he is horny for this car. Oh my god! He wants to fuck this car uh, immediately. Like, he's like, "Oh, well, hello, lady. Uh, hello, pretty yeah, lady." He and he's walks like, oh, up and you calls flatter me. He's like, "Oh, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to this uh, this beautiful piece of of machinery." Um, and he just like wanders over there like a like a like a cartoon dog following the wafting scent of a pie, and just climbs on top of this rotating turntable and just like to just gawk at this car, um, which is called the Thorndike Special because it is owned by one Mister Peter Thorndike. This is his showroom, and he comes out and he's like, "Oh, you're you're interested in the Thorndike Special, are you? Well, here, come on, let's let's have a glass of brandy at you know." Uh, nine in the morning or whatever fucking time it is, um, and we'll talk about price. And he says, "Oh, that's, yeah, price is good. I'll buy it for seventy five dollars." To be wow. fair, this was kind of a fun scene. He's acting like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm def- I definitely have money. I belong here. How about seventy five bucks?" Yeah, it's very funny, and they're at Thorndike. <laughs> And this he has, he has this like fold out sherry I love this thing cabinet so much. Um, he has poured Jim a glass and he has handed it to him. So as soon as he says seventy five dollars, he just <laughs> grabs the glass, pours it back into the fucking decanter, <laughs> and puts it away. I was like, oh, I, I see what, what you, you you're just a a, a goofy hooligan. Um, it's uh, is it later on in this scene that he says he doesn't sell to people that he's not socially compatible with or something? I think that is when they are uh, they're they're talking to the cops okay. about the car. I believe that's what he says. But uh, yeah. So, Miss Bennett, who's this assistant's name, although she, she, she seems to be way more than an assistant, she seems to be mostly running things. Um, so, uh, Miss, Miss Bennett is, is very amused by all of this, but a, a like, <laughs> a car bursts through the door. <laughs> it nuzzles Jim on the leg like a puppy. Yeah, Herbie is all, like, here's one thing you can say about this movie. We waste no time getting to Herbie. Within the first ten minutes, it's Herbie yeah. time, and you know that car is alive. We're not we're not playing coy. Yeah, here, no, that's the right? thing. It does not hide it. We're we're immediately starting with car is alive has a, has an attachment to Jim, um, and Thorndike hates this car. He thinks his car is ugly as shit. He's like, get this beast out of my showroom, get this working class vehicle away from me. I will not have the pores sullying my international showroom. Um, and Bennett is like, come on, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's fine. Um, apparently this car was supposed to be, uh, a, a, like some rich lady bought a car and also bought a new car for her upstairs maid. Yeah. Okay. Which is a very, very stupid rich person thing to have a specifically upstairs maid. Um, but she returned it because it was acting crazy. And I, I guess that's why Thorndike hates this thing, because he hates having to deal with returns. Um, I need a prequel movie about how Herbie got to this point. How did he 
how is he alive? How did he end up here? Birth of Herbie. Yes. Herbie Origins. Yes, oh my god. They could do it. They'll they'll do it, I'm that's sure. Um maybe maybe that's what the twenty eighteen Bumblebee movie <gasps> is. That's a Herbie movie. Uh basically. There we go. But with more guns <laughs> and giant robots. Herbie's got a gun. Herbie's got a Herbie would Herbie will not hesitate to kill a no, motherfucker. He, we have seen we see this on the over the course of this movie. There are there are points where he is he is out to murder Thorndike. Yeah, dog. He is gonna fill his gas tank with the blood of humanity. Yeah, he there is a rage in Herbie that is that is somewhat off putting. But uh we don't have to worry about that just yet. Jim kind of leaves dejected. He can't he really wanted a new car. Like he just feels like he needs a new set of wheels to really feel like like the man he once was. Um, and so he is like, he, he takes the trolley home, but the damn car is following this, him. This scene was kind of cute, I'm going to be honest. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> tag him right along behind the, is he in a trolley? I think. Uh, he, what, wait, what oh, was Jim in like a trolley or something, I think, on his way home? Yeah, he's on the trolley. This this movie is set in San Francisco, which has to come important yeah. later. Um, so yeah, he's on the trolley. And Herbie is falling close behind. And also, it should be mentioned, there are several points where Herbie pisses on Thorndike's shoe. <laughs> this is the first one. Yeah, because Thorndike fucking kicked him. Yeah, Thorndike kicks him, and Herbie just urinates on him. Um, this happens quite yeah. a bit. Which, to be fair, to be clear, is oil. Not, yeah, it's not oil. somehow car pee. We're not yeah. dealing with that level of what the fuck. But that is clearly what is signaled yeah. here like there if herbie is a dog he is peeing on on the on the man's leg um and like uh oh yeah she's she has like a uh, bennett has like a a lunch arrangement with uh thorndike i think she mentions something like that are they dating my notes so they, do they does he take the car for a test drive first my notes are a bit out of order here. No, it's he goes home and it like cuts to the next morning with the cop waking him up. Right, yeah, he, <laughs> right. He goes, oh right, this Columbo ass cop who's not Columbo. Um, this this detective is is a weird character. <laughs> just standing. He's very strange. Just standing outside. Hello there. Yeah, <laughs> I would advise you not to say anything that would jeopardize your rights. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they think he stole the car because it's parked outside of his house. Um, which I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, well, Jim thinks Thorndike planted it there as revenge. Um, and Thorndike thinks he stole the car. So they come to an understanding where Jim will uh, take the car. He will buy. He will buy the car on a payment plan. In exchange for leaving Thorndike Yeah, and alone. it's like, yeah, I guess Thorndike agrees not to press charges as long as Jim buys the car. Yeah, because he's like, all right, well, I'll get, I'll get you out of my hair and I'll get this ugly, poor person car out of my showroom <laughs> at the same time. Um, a lot of, you know, Herbie, it's a lot about class. Just like Beverly Hills oh Chihuahua. Oh my god, through line. They're the same movie. <laughs> including fraught things about race, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Um, Herbie just going, I lost my booty. I lost my booty. He does lose a tire at one point. Parallels. Um, But yeah, so Jim is just stuck with this Volkswagen bug that seems to have a mind of its own. Um, Bennett is 
Miss Bennett is in, is once again endlessly entertained by this, and she know she knows who Jim is. She's like, oh, I, I recognize you now. You, I can name every car you destroyed because I also want to fuck. Oh wait, cars. no, no, no. First, we we have a scene. First, this is where Jim takes Herbie for his first drive, and Herbie does not want to go on the highway. Yeah, Herbie doesn't like it. Um, <laughs> like he he like. Yeah, he fucking backs out immediately and, and, like, runs into a ditch. Yeah, which, the sheer amount of sped-up footage in this movie, guys, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. They overcrank the shit out of this footage to to show speed. Um, but this is when this is when Jim brings it back to the show and says, Hey, this car is fucked up. What you do to this car? What is with this car? Um, and Bennett's like, well... You're not fucking doing it right. I know yeah. all about you. Like you, you crash cars all the time. I here's all the cars you've crashed. Um, and he, he's like, "Wow, I, I guess you're. I guess you must follow my work." And he's like, "Well, oh no, I, I, I have a, I have problem remembering faces, but I never forget a, a beautiful piece of machinery." Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and you have you have destroyed so many of those. So, Bennett gets behind the wheel of Herbie. Um, as, and it's completely normal. She's like, oh, you, well, looks like maybe, uh, you just forgot how to drive. Uh, you, you, you big shot race car driver. What did she say? Like, sometimes men get behind a new car and get nervous or something like that. Yeah. They, they push it too hard. Yeah. Um, so just, just maybe chill. Maybe drive like a normal person. Um, have you tried that? (laughs) This movie is. Who's behind the wheel when the hooligans drive up? It's uh, it's it's Jim, so. right? Yeah, yeah. They like they switch and then the hooligans drive up. Yeah, so Jim's like, all right, well, give me, me back control, I guess. I, I'll, I'll take your advice. Um, and it's all normal until these goddamn '60s hooligans <laughs> in the trick got hot rod pull up beside them. It's their steering wheel is the thing where like it just comes straight up, so you're not even holding it naturally. You have to like angle your arms downward to fucking turn this bullshit. It's in. They are driving a Hot Wheels car. Oh my god! Um, they're like, "Hey, Daddy, yo, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna race, man?" Um, and Jim's like, "No, I don't." But Herbie, Herbie's like, "Hell yeah!" Herbie says, "Yes, I wanna race." And Herbie tears that shit up. He pops a wheelie. He's raring to go, and it's like, "What are you doing?" I love this scene because as Herbie flies by, the hooligans like. You can see the girl just break the biggest because it's a guy and a girl, and the girl like breaks just the biggest grin. Yeah, they love it. They pull up next to the mushroom. I was like, "Damn, that bro, was awesome! That was that was cool, man. Um, far out groovy." Yeah, she says groovy, man, groovy. It was the sixties. What's happening? Um, Yep, this is where we get our first attempted murder on Thorndike. Oh my um, god, yeah. As he is as he is he is waiting outside of his car for Bennett, Herbie screams by and tries to run him off and run yeah, him which, over. Are Carolyn um, Thorndike dating or something at this point? Because he mentioned them having a dinner engagement. I don't know. It, I think it's probably more like a boss employee relationship. I guess so. Like he's a fancy lad <laughs> who just likes to have lunch with people, I guess. Um, but like, there's a very funny scene later where he is fucking um, eating alone in his car. <laughs> he's, he's 
having I think a we, sad Did we skip the scene where Herbie rams right into his fucking Rolls Royce and bounces off of it like he's a cartoon? Oh, yeah, that was the first time when he got scared of the highway. Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, when Jim's driving about, he rams right into this Rolls Royce and, like, bounces back like he's made of rubber. <laughs> Thorndike says something about, like, you assaulted my Rolls Royce. Yes. How dare you touch my rich person car with your poor person <laughs> car? How dare you, sir? Motherfucker has a Rolls Royce. Ugh. But this is where Herbie just drags Jim and Bennett to a fucking drive-in and locks the doors. Herbie. In a scene that should draw way more attention than it does, Carol is like banging on the window saying, help, I'm trapped, let me out. (laughs) And like these two fucking hippies in, I think like a semi next to them are just like, we're all trapped, man. Yeah, they're in like a, yeah, they say society is a prison. Um... Yeah, they're in like a big van, and they're and then one of them's like, that lady's weird, man. Um, yeah, Herbie become problematic <laughs> here. Where I I like the waitress where Jim's like, hey, can you let her out? There's something up with the door She's lock. Like, I ain't no and the waitress is like, do I look like I got time for that? <laughs> Listen, I serve food. I don't got time to open doors where I look like a chauffeur. And Jim says, okay, how about two hamburgers and a coffee? Which, Jim, it's like night. Uh, what are you talking yeah, maybe about? maybe it was decaf. Still, I don't usually drink decaf at That's night fair. this late. Don't you want, like, a milkshake or a soda? A sodi pop? <laughs> but, yeah, Carol tries. Okay, she she's like, okay, my door is clearly not opening. Maybe his will. So she tries to climb over him to get out. Which yeah. is when the waitress, or the car hop, I guess, comes back. Yeah, and she's like, don't. Don't be doing this in the parking lot. They're both like, what do you do? Not what it looks like. Just, I don't care. Get out. Um, and Jim's like, oh, sorry about the hamburgers. Sorry about, like, keeping you from your dinner engagement. Did not mean to do this. Oh, no. And she's like, what? It gets better because. She's like, whatever. Like, um, well, what was it? The, the car hop lady mentioned a place, like, take it to. Breeze Hill or something. Oh shit. yeah, she's she's like go to Makeout Creek or whatever you want to do that shit. <laughs> and Herbie says, "Okay, oh, don't mind if I do," and brings them there. Yeah, the car just takes them to Makeout Point and then parks. This is where we see Thorndike eating a load <laughs> in his car. <laughs> I love it. What a what an asshole. He's he is the best part of this movie. He is so fucking funny. He's like, well, I guess I I already made my food. Yeah, I already have this. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to... What am I not What am I going to do? Not eat my fancy dinner alone in my Rolls Royce? The saddest thing imaginable. Where Jim tries to get, like, smooth? Stop it. Cut she it out. He doesn't like it so, he, so he plays it off like, oh, I was just kidding, I'll leave. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, he does the, like... He does, like, yawn and, 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 and stretch maneuver. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Stop it. Get you need to you need to calm down. Um, Bennett, yeah, Bennett gets out of the car finally. Herbie opens the doors um, and like storms <laughs> off. And Jim goes for like, hey man, I, I didn't mean to get all handsy. Then Herbie also follows them, <laughs> which of course uh, a nearby highway cop is confused about. Um, Poor cop. So like, there are Bennett and Jim are arguing, and he walks them as uh. Your car y'all okay y'all good is this man bothering you and also is that your car 
So they both turn around and see the car has followed <laughs> like, them. Like, two inches behind um, him. Yeah, like... And, and the cop is, is still... I was like, stop. Just don't wander around these places at night. And also put your goddamn parking brake on. Or I'll give you a, I'll give you a ticket. Um, and then Herbie pushes his car into the lake. Okay. Herbie says, uh, A-cab. So wait, Herbie goes into the lake, or does somebody push him into the lake? Herbie pushes his car into the lake, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I was, I was thinking he left his parking brake off by accident. Oh, maybe that could also be I the case. Know. Maybe it's like a funny, maybe it's funny joke. It's one um, of the things. Regardless, <laughs> regardless, his car goes into yeah. the lake. Okay. So, then he brings the car back home, and Tennessee is like... Listen, this car is alive. Yeah. Oh my God, Tennessee. Uh, confirming. Yeah, he's like, maybe we've we've we rely so much on technology that we've imbued them with a sense of life. He gets real philosophical. Tennessee creates half, like a third of the Pixar theory before Pixar's even around. Oh yeah, this is, <laughs> this is clearly a Cars prequel. Herbie is like the Ur Car. Um, they all evolved from yes. Herbie. This is this this is my this is my theory. This is the secret. Um, eventually, their high their headlights become eye or no their their windshields become eyes. Uh, the headlights become vestigial, um, and they're full of. There's a whole thing about the the the, the cars evolution, but uh, we won't get into that. We'll wait until we watch the film Cars. Yeah, there we go. Uh, at some point. So, but Jim has had a revelation about this car. He's like. It's good, actually. There's something remarkable about this car. I'm going to, like, mold this chaotic little bug into greatness. This is how I. This is how I recapture my glory days. This is how I become a great racer again with this little fucking car. <laughs> and Herbie's like, "Sure, dude." And he does. Yeah, like we we immediately cut very fast. To Jim in a race. No, with no. Herbie. First, we get a scene of Herbie like playing around with the local dogs. <laughs> right. We get Tennessee because Tennessee is is trying to impart on Jim. Listen, the car's alive. We got to treat it like it. And Jim's like, "Oh, well, okay, sure. man. All right. Um, I'm gonna like. It's just a good car. I'm gonna race it." But yeah, we see that the Herbie is playing with the dogs. And Tennessee's like, "You gotta calm down. You got a good thing here." <laughs> he tells him, "Play it straight. You're good." Yeah, just play it cool. Just, 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 just be normal. Um, but yeah, he is uh, he is racing Herbie, and Herbie is is tearing up the racetrack. Uh, Thorndike and Bennett are there, um, drinking in the middle of the day, of course. Like it's the '60s, everyone drank all the time, um, and they're like, "Is that that fucking Volkswagen Beetle?" Winning this race? What's going on over there? Yeah. Thorndike hates so, this. He is not happy. Yeah. Yeah, he is very mad. But Bennett is like, damn, this is kind of cool, though. <laughs> Look at that car go. Um, Thorndike is pissed because he sold this car for chump change, and now apparently it's, like, super fast and good. So he's like, he, he comes up to Jim after the race, he's like, listen, I don't know what you did to that car, but I'm willing to buy it back at a premium. Um, and Jim says, uh, no, fuck off. No, and also fuck you. Yeah, and so Thorndike puts forward a gentleman's <laughs> agreement. He's like, all right, listen, 
I am also a, a motorist myself, a, a race car driver. I so too am a man of culture. <laughs> yes, I, I see you are a man of car culture as well. Um, I was so tortured. I'm sorry. Uh, and he's like, "Well, let's let's have a wager. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna race these these races, this like this this circuit or whatever. Um, and whoever wins the most gets to keep the car." So they 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 have their we have our plots for the movie and we we just get a montage of racing for like twenty minutes. Or I so. love this race like the little chalkboards that your crew is supposed to use to tell you okay come back in for fuel up or whatever. <laughs> Fucking Timothy yeah. is like playing like the the family at the end of Incredibles telling Herbie okay slow down a little bit not just yet. Yeah, they're, he's like, he's like, don't make it look too easy, Herbie. Um, also, I think this is, is this where he names Herbie? It's somewhere in after here. After that first race, he's like, yeah, he, at some point he's like, why don't we name the car Herbie after me, my Uncle Herb? Um, I forget, what is his reasoning for naming it's, him after oh, his Uncle it? His Herb? His Uncle Herb was like a middleweight boxer for years, and over time his nose got so yes. beaten up that it looks like this car. Right, yeah, it began to look like a Volkswagen Beetle. Um, so yeah, the, he he christens Herbie, um, and we're off to the races. And and Thorndike is in a different fancy car every single time. He starts off in a Jaguar, I think, um, and he is just getting trounced at every turn. Jim or not Jim Herbie is like. At some point, Herbie literally shits on him. Like, he sprays oil out of his tailpipe right onto his yeah, face. Yeah, like, I guess goes somehow um, around his windshield. Yes. Oh, that's what it is, right. Yeah, he just he just takes a big shit right onto the Jaguar's windshield. Um, and Wait, Jim what? is just... just uh, he, he splatters yeah, him with oil. Yeah, like, shoots out of its tailpipe or whatever. Takes a big shit. A big car shit. <laughs> he, takes, he takes a big you shit out of his windshield. You ruin everything, don't you? That's what it. I'm just using the the, the coded imagery of the film. If Herbie is is dog, then oil out of tailpipe is shit. But yes, uh, the, he gets splattered a lot in oh my this God, movie. So much. Thorndike does. He's he got, he's a messy boy. Um, maybe if he was such a dick, maybe he wouldn't be. Yeah. Right? In the '60s, it was considered the height of comedy to uh, cover uh, a British asshole in like. Goop. <laughs> And oil, Giggity. whipped cream, mud. Uh, what else does he get splashed with? Uh, goo. Oil a few times, of course. Oh, yeah. So, like, at some point they go to a desert Baja race in Mexico. Yeah, like, looks like it's through a Mexican town. Yeah, this seems like a not... This, this one seems like maybe it's out of the circuit because there's no track. And also one of the racers is in a school bus. <laughs> I don't think this is regulation. We get a scene of I think it's I think it's frontward of Thorndike bouncing around in the dust and shit, just like slamming into his car. At one point, a chicken, yeah, <laughs> just a chicken like yeah. flutters up and like hits his windshield. Yeah, like there's a there's a I assume like the mayor of this town or whatever, and like a sash, he fires the the gun in the air to start the race. And all of the racers peel out, and we just see him. we cut back to him and his boys, completely covered in dust, just unfazed. This must happen like every Saturday. Yeah, that, that's just how it goes. Uh, but Herbie wins this too, um, and Thorndike is fucking pissed. Like he keeps bringing out all of these extremely fancy European supercars, 
and they are all getting completely trounced by this washed-up idiot and his poor person yeah. car. Like, it simply doesn't make sense to Thorndike. And so he is like, well, Miss Bennett, I have, a, I have an idea. I have an idea for you. Is that? And then the phone rings. She's like, oh, hold that thought. Um, and it's Jim asking her out to dinner. Um, and she's like, uh, 7.30? Yep, all right. And then Thorndike turns in and says, I want you to distract Douglas while I go to inspect Herbie. Perhaps you could ask him out to dinner. She's like, um, y- yeah. Uh, sure thing, I'll do boss. That. In fact, how about tonight? I'll say 7.30? Yeah, how about tonight at 7.30? <laughs> Taking the initiative. I like that. And and he's not picking up on she says okay listen he just he, he that was him on the phone he already asked me and I would have said yes even if you hadn't been planning this Are you, do you understand it's just that like you're so loyal like, yeah. you're so loyal and honest and she's like okay sure all I guess. right um but he said he tells her to take the Thorndike special because he he is still a Jim is still horny oh. for that car um, as proven later. He is still very horny for that car. And I think this is where, is this where Jim brings up like, uh, hey, Tennessee, listen, the, uh, the car, the little car is doing great. But like. Imagine if I had a real at car. At some point, I gotta upgrade. Yeah. He's talking about like. I gotta get some All of these wins I've been getting. Imagine if I had a real car out there with some real power behind it. It's like. Yeah. Imagine if I had like an actual car instead of this Volkswagen Beetle with like a freak of nature evolution. And Tennessee's just constantly like fawning um, over Herbie like no Herbie's good Herbie don't, don't you listen to him he doesn't know what he's like, talking about. You gotta believe in him <laughs> yeah like and so and then he, that's, that's when he goes out says oh uh, Bennett's here I'm gonna go out and oh, oh, oh mama it's that car <sighs> yeah just, she and, lets uh, him drive and he starts on this whole speech about when I first saw it, or when I first saw you I thought that's one heck of a lady and it's left intentionally unclear if he's talking to Carol or the car Yep, maybe both. Um, but this is like this is what kind of brings him onto that that train of thought. Like, I need a real car. Like, even even when winning with winning all these races with the, with that car, I'm still only half a yeah. man. Because like he he has tied his self worth inextricably to racing, um, which comes up later in a big way. So like he feels like oh well I need I need to actually like take the last step and get a real car and and really take back the track like not, none of this small stuff none of this stuff none of these like desert races in mexico or whatever um but they go back to uh to make out point for real this time <laughs> and they kind of they kind of do the thing was like oh no the doors are locked uh-oh i can't start the car like <laughs> replaying the thing that happened but in a playful way this time because, of course, the Thorndike special is a soulless uh, machine. Yeah. But uh, while all of this is going on, <laughs> Thorndike pays Tennessee and Herbie a visit and gets fucking smashed. Yeah, like, Tennessee uses a blowtorch to make Irish coffee. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got a, I got a, my grandma's got an old Irish recipe, an old Irish coffee recipe that I want to give you. And, and at one point, Thorndike asks, so what part of Ireland is your grandma from? And he just says, Coney Island, Coney Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks, he thinks that's a very funny joke. Um, but all the, this is, of course, Thorndike is not actually here to have a drink with his yeah, bro. Like- no, he's you're here to sabotage. Yeah, like every time Tennessee turns away, he like dumps whatever he's got in his cup into Herbie's, I guess, gas pipe. 
Yeah, he at first he's just trying to open the the engine, um, and keeps like slamming the the goddamn hood on his fingers because because Tennessee keeps turning around. Um, but eventually Tennessee gets so loaded that he's not noticing Thorndike just constantly dumping Irish coffee into into uh, into Herbie's like gas tank, which on a normal car would like destroy the engine. On Herbie though, it, it does something different. Does something very different. It gets the car yeah. drunk. It uh, so so Thorndike. I, I think Tennessee also talks about uh, Tibet again at some point. Like he's real proud of this. Yeah. So oh, there there's a very good line where where it's like I, I think in the same scene, uh, Bennett in, in, when they're driving, uh, Bennett's like talking about Herbie. He's like, well, that's just how it is with cars sometimes. And like five minutes later. Uh, Jim says, someone very wise once said, that's just how it is with cars sometimes. And then she just says, yeah, that was me. I just He's like, that. I know. Ah. I, know. <laughs> I, I quite like that line. That was pretty funny. So, it's the next day. It's the big race. Um, and Bennett is like, hey boss, are you sure your headache's all good? Uh, and he's like, anticipation of victory is the purest form of aspirin. Sure, dude. Whatevs. <laughs> Yep, for sure. Um, and 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 Tennessee, I think, is a little bit more hungover than he is. But uh, Herbie's the real, real hungover one. So during that race, um, Herbie fucking swerves all over yeah. the road, starts burping. Um, his wheels go all wobbly, and he just cra- <laughs> he just fucking crashes into it. At ditch. one point, shoots out like this big ass ball of i guess whipped cream and like slams into oh, yeah. the little board thing that Tennessee's holding. Yeah, and he he, he licks it and says, "Irish coffee." <laughs> um I would never want to look at anything that's shot out of a car. That seems unwise, but you know what? Who am I to question the 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 wisdom of Saint Tennessee? Yeah, see, you haven't spent enough time to <laughs> I don't have the same connection to Herbie that he does. But uh while while uh, Thorndike is gloating and he's got his winner. Oh, there's a very funny moment where we've always seen Jim like making out with the pretty ladies uh, in the in the victory circle, and when the one comes up to Thorndike, he's like, "Stay out of the shot. This is my this is my time to shine." Yeah, that was it. He's like, "I'll get to you later." Like, what? Yeah, I'll get to you later. I'll just it's my shot. Um, but then I think by this point he should have learned not to stand directly behind Herbie. Because Herbie just hits him with, like, three globs of whipped cream. Uh, one of them directly on the crotch. Fucking nails yeah. him right there. And, like, so so they haul Herbie back. And I, is this where... Yeah, Bennett shows up Yeah, here. because apparently Jim is just gone now. Yeah, Jim, as soon as they got Herbie back, she uh, he just left. So she she arrives at the, at the, at the firehouse, and Tennessee is there uh, helping... Trying, trying to, trying to flush all of the alcohol out of Herbie's system, and she says, "Oh, uh, Thorndike, yeah, I fucking quit. I left. Um, I was not okay with the the shit he pulled, so I'm here to help." And she like puts on a pair of uh, mechanics coveralls and, and really gets in there because yeah, she's not, she's not Thorn. I don't think we, this is where she's like, "Oh, she's not Thorndike's assistant. She's like the head. Ma- she was the head yeah. mechanic. Um, like she knows about cars." And this is where Tennessee kind of tells her, like, listen, 
I I'm 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 not, I don't tell this to a lot of people, but you got to understand that there's there is something special about this car. I think this car has like there there this car has a soul. Um like it, it's not just a supercharged VW bug. I think there's something else going on here. Uh, let me tell you about the time <laughs> I went to Tibet. And thankfully the the fucking the fucking movie cut fades out on that. Um the third time uh. he talks about Tibet. Not the no, last it's like fifty percent of his character. Yeah, he loves talking about it. So this is when uh, Jim shows back up. He's bought a fucking Lamborghini. Yeah. One bad day, and he he's goes like, up and buys a fucking Lambo. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh well, the, the, the car fucked up, so I bought a new one. Like it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and Tennessee is livid, oh. and and uh, and so is Bennett at this point. She's like, oh, so you, you screw up one, like, the, the car underperforms one time, and you, like, immediately abandon it? I guess I misjudged Yeah, she was acting you. like she was still a little bit skeptical about Herbie being alive, but as soon as Jim uh, drives up with that Lamborghini, she's like, no, fuck you, he's a good car, he's alive, he's a good boy, how dare you? And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, Carol, yeah. get his ass. And, and Jim's <laughs> like, oh, man, he, Tennessee got to you too, huh? He's always talking this shit about the car being alive, and this whole time... Um, we hear like banging going on, and we think it's it's made it's made to believe. Oh, it's Tennessee making like a scrap sculpture. Um, but we see him, and he's not doing that. So while they're arguing, uh, at some point, um, he uh, Jim gets a call from Thorndike. This motherfucker has a car phone, and like he's like, uh, "Hey Jim, I heard you bought a new Lambo. Would you be interested in selling me back?" that Volkswagen now and Jim says you know what yeah sure take it off my hands and this this is what really sets yeah he he does yeah. not think it's suspicious that friggin uh, Thorndike agrees to clear because apparently he still owes like I guess a, a fair amount of debt on the Lambo because he couldn't just buy it outright and he does not think it's suspicious that yeah. Thorndike offers to clear all of that if he sells him Herbie yep and he's like you know what fine take it off my hands um, and th- this, this is where Tennessee and, and Ben are like you dumb fuck. He's the one who sabotaged yeah. the car. And Jim's like, whatever. This, like, it's fine. This is fine. also where Carol, like, comes out and tells him Herbie's alive and he's the one that's been winning all these races. Oh, yeah, because Tennessee tells her, like, yeah, I didn't want to tell him because it, it, this the winning all these races is, like, the thing that's really brought him out of this funk he's been in for years. I didn't want to crush his spirit. <laughs> and, and Bennett says, okay. She's like, fuck your spirit. Oh, yeah. Oh, word? He's like, oh, word? Well, he's being a real piece of shit right now. So, like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell him, hey, listen, you didn't win any of those fucking races. It was all Herbie. Uh, and he is, he, he is like, no, that's not true. And then we finally hear the source of all that smashing and crashing. Herbie has murdered the Lamborghini. It's just outside, just bam. bam. Yeah, he is repeatedly ramming into it, turning it into a ball of metal. Um, and Jim is like, holy shit. He, he grabs a crowbar and like goes to smash Herbie just, up. No! Yeah, he's he's trying to grab him. He grabs the he grabs the crowbar and he he's about to hit him. It's like you know Tennessee and Carol are like no wait what are you doing? And he looks at Herbie, and he, that's when he finally realizes ah oh, shit it is alive, and he has an egg. He has an existential crisis. He, yeah, in a fit of rage before he realizes what he's saying, he says I know he's jealous. He's always been jealous. <laughs> Tennessee's yeah. like ah got ya. Yeah, so he like slumps down. Um, and this is when Thorndike shows back up. He's like, oh, 
Looks like, uh, looks like your Lambo thing fell through, but, you know, we still have that deal about the car. I'll, I'll pay you, like, 2000 bucks to, to take it off your hands. And, and this is when Jim looks back at him and says, hey, why don't you go fuck yourself, all right? At some point, when does he say... Oh, yeah, during... I, I need to shout out, during that phone call, uh, Jim says to Thorndike, you need your brains kicked yeah. out. Holy shit. Curb stomp the brain. <laughs> That's an incredible turn of phrase. I'm going to start using that. I mean, especially for Disney. That's freaking dark, man. Yeah, well, we'll oh, get yeah, to dark. We'll shit. get to dark um, in a minute here. Oh, but yeah, Thorndike shows up. Jim's like, why don't you keep your fucking money? You sabotaged the car. This is all part of your plan. Like, I'm not se- I'm not selling Herbie. I believe in him now. And Tennessee's like, ooh. Um, well. <laughs> and they look over and he's gone. Herbie has vanished into the night. Jim he Jim has pushed him too far. He he thinks Jim doesn't want him anymore. And so he's vanished. And then Jim starts running into the night calling for <laughs> yeah, Herbie. He, he tries to get Tennessee and Carol to go with him, but Tennessee's like, nah man, this is between you and Herbie. Good luck. Yeah, like he's he Tennessee's like, listen, this is you got you got you fucked this up. You gotta deal with it. This is when we get this like really weird dreamlike sequence. Where it's Jim running through the foggy streets of San Francisco at night, screaming for Herbie, um, while Herbie is like getting towed away by Thorndike. Yeah, they like people. catch him at one point. Oh my god! Yeah, because Thorndike also puts out a call. Like, listen, get all the boys together. We're gonna grab this. <laughs> I'm fucking going car. to need the entirety of the day crew and the night crew, which ends up being like five dudes. It looks. Like. Yeah, it's like five or six dudes. Um, so like. Herbie is like hiding, doing things where he's like hiding behind the wall, listening to Jim's. Like, is he really repentant? And then he gets dragged away, and he's like, his his little horn. He's like calling for Jim as he's getting dragged away, um, and Jim Jim's running after him. So he so Herbie gets gets put in this workshop, and that is when, um, oh, we should. The, I forgot that also when when Thorndike comes to pick it up, Jim like slams him against the yeah, wall. Yeah, he like picks him up by his collar, I think, and just <laughs> yeah. It's like oh he's gonna it's like oh he's gonna fucking punch this guy but no Herbie runs away before he can do that so so Thorndike gets Herbie and he brings him into this workshop and he's like all right boys tear this fucking thing apart like he is going to murder Herbie he is he is just full of rage and jealousy about this car he's just going to you know what no I don't even want this car anymore I just want to see it yeah, destroyed fucking seriously I want to see what makes it tick dissect this car in front of me. Um, and Herbie is like trembling, and he just fucking bolts. He just he just speeds out of yeah, the just workshop. like plows, th- uh, leap, runs out of the workshop, like plows through the actual sales floor of, <laughs> of his car dealership. Yes. Yeah, and he just he just goes on a mad dash through the streets. He he crashes through like a, a like a produce stand in Chinatown. Um, we see that there's some kind of parade going on. This is where he said setting it in. Um, yeah, setting it in San Francisco. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's he's under the dragon, and and <laughs> and Jim notices the wheels. Like Herbie, is that you? And he and like, he nope. runs off again. Nope, not me. Um, he crashes through a fruit stand in Chinatown. The two guys run out, and I, I'm pretty sure this is authentic Chinese. And they're basically just like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, it's not subtitled, but you can definitely get the get the just. They're like, "What the hell? Who was that fucking crazy asshole who just ran through our fruit stand? Call the cops." Um. And so Herbie runs through the, uh, the the city, and and Jim eventually gets to the Golden Gate Bridge, 
and has a realization of the only reason people go to the Golden Gate yeah, Bridge. Yeah, as soon as it panned up and showed where it was, I was like, wait, holy shit, are they doing this? And they are indeed. He finds Herbie teetering over the edge, attempting to commit suicide. <laughs> He's gonna end it all. Um, liter- like, literally. He Jim is like, no, don't do it, Herbie, I'm sorry. He's, like, grabbing onto his yeah, bumper. Oh, holy um, shit. So, this is where the dark... The, the, the movie does get dark. <laughs> Herbie is ready. Herbie is ready to take the plunge, um, but eventually Jim like falls over his hood, and like is clinging onto so the. I'm bumper. not sure how what the mechanics of that shot were, but somehow he goes. I think he like he just like bounced. He, like Herbie lurched forward, and he sort of just like got thrown over yeah, the car. So, yeah. Um, but like Herbie realizes, well, I can't. <laughs> do this while he's hanging from me I'm, I gotta save him like so he he pulls himself and Jim back and this is when the, the two highway cops find them and the younger one is like why did you the see car that? saved his life and the other guy's like what the fuck are you talking about what do you mean you've been spending too much time in hashtown or whatever you gotta you gotta you gotta lay off man uh, yeah um so they uh they take herbie in and this is where we see so we see the the owner of that stand and his and his guy they're they're going through every impounded car and they're pressing yeah, they don't the horn remember what the car looked like yeah. but they remember they didn't see yeah they didn't see the car but they yeah. heard the horn um so they're just pressing every horn and the the two the two uh cops are just back there just very impatient or, or very bored looking but they eventually find the horn and it's herbie um, covered, like, and Herbie looks yeah, like oh shit. God. He's covered in dust. His headlights are shattered um, out. Yeah, his headlights are shattered. He's had a rough night. Herbie's um, had a bender. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been on one. He's he got really sad. So they this is one of those one of those moments where it's like they, they pull out a dried squid and the cops are like whoa dried squid. Ugh. It's like come on, it's just a dried squid. I still don't. That's fine. I must, have, I must have like blinked or something because I still don't really know what the context of that dried squid being pulled out was. Uh, because he ran through the. That's what the, they were selling like oh. seafood, I guess, and, he, and that's and so oh. Herbie running through that like he had dried squid on his on his. Oh, okay. Was, they the pulled proof. it out of. Okay, he pulled um, it out of Herbie. They pulled it. Yeah, they pulled it out of the car. Um, so they called Jim in, and Wu, the this guy, Mister Wu, he is like uh, writing up a check. He slides it over to see the damages, and Jim says, "Whoa, <laughs> hi!" Ooh, uh, tugging on his collar, and then Tennessee says, "Don't worry, I was on a Chinese type mountain." <laughs> what? What do you mean? Tibet's Tibet's close mean? enough. I guess it is near China, but calling it a Chinese type mountain, sure, Tennessee. So he talks to Wu. And what I assume is actual Chinese. I don't Chinese. know. I assumed it was nonsense, know. like fake Chinese, but I have no idea. It sounded right. It sounded right. It sounded like he was probably doing it okay. phonetically, but it definitely sounded correct. <laughs> um, Wu was at least definitely speaking Wait, no, Chinese. that's it. That's it. He, he says um, something like, I taught English there for a while, and the cop's like, you taught English? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you taught English? Okay, man. All right. Um, but they come to an understanding. Apparently, Wu is also a big fan of cars, and he recognizes Herbie once. Once, uh, once Tennessee like brushes the dust off, and he wants he wants to buy Herbie. Um, 
but uh, but Jim's like, all right, te- well, all right. So what? Here's here's the deal. So you you can you can buy Herbie, but I still want to race him. And if I win this upcoming race, you get the prize money, but I get to keep the car. And then Wu says in perfect English, "Now you're speaking yeah. my language." <laughs> you could have just asked. Just fucking just yeah, just fucking with Tennessee. Um, you know how it is. The only thing that would have made that scene better is if he turned to Tennessee and was like, "By the way, your accent is shit." Yeah, it's like you, you need to work on your pronunciation, man. That was pretty bad. Well, you got all the technicalities right, but it was all over the place. Um, but yes, so we got our final race, the El Dorado, which we get the introduction scene, and it's like basically just the, some guy coming out on stage and saying, "There are no <laughs> rules in this race. You can do whatever the fuck you want." Stick to the side roads, but that's the only rule. People these days they care too much about rules. <laughs> what is yeah. This? <laughs> All these, these, all these racers are needing a safe space. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I think it is important for races to have safety standards, personally. Um, but hey, you do you, I guess. I'm sure no bizarre shenanigans will happen in the massive third act okay, of this movie. Oh my god, we get some wacky races bullshit. Oh yeah, I straight up call Thorndike dick dastardly in my notes at some point. Like, the shit he pulls is insane. Like, this movie was already tenuously connected to reality, but this is where it just goes full-on, like, crazy at the end here. So, um, before the race, Thorndike ends up meeting Wu. He's like, oh, you're the, you're the guy who, uh, who, who bought Herbie, huh? I hear you, you like to gamble, so I got a deal for you. And Wu's like, go on. I think on. he implies that Thorndike invented fine print. Yes, he's, he's like, oh yeah, I know you. You're the guy who popularized having like really small print uh, along the like signature line of car sales uh, papers. What? You're you're a real piece of shit. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so we we start the race. You know, it's just, it's just normal racing so far. Um, however, there is a part that I had to pay, I had to. Play oh my on, god! All right. So at a certain point, uh, oh by the way, uh, the the whole team is here. The Herbie team is all here. Bennett, Tennessee, and uh, and uh, Douglas are yeah, all. Yeah, because I guess car. part of their no rules is you can and, have anybody in the car with you. Yeah, they they have the whole. It's like a it's like a an endurance race, so you have to have a crew yeah. with you. Um, so. And there's a good zinger where where uh, Thorndike's like, "Oh, got everyone shoved in here, huh?" And Jim's like, "Yeah, so we got uh, we got to we got to weigh down Herbie so that he doesn't go too fucking fast and smoke your ass." Um, pretty good. And and when Haversaw, his his like toady assistant that has been showing up around Thorndike, who for a side while. note was the neighbor back in Million Dollar Duck. Yeah, really? this was the neighbor that worked for the treasury. Holy shit. We just, wow, this is a million dollar duck reunion right. episode. Incredible. Um, maybe the ducks showed up at some point. We gotta find out. We gotta, we gotta look at all the ducks. Maybe the duck was one of the ducks Charlie. in the cop car. Steven, you have to bring that shit back into this movie even now. I, really? I'm just saying this will probably happen again because I know Dean Jones, like around this time period, was in a good handful of Disney movies. God damn it, Steven. Yeah, he was one of the like stable. Like, back in the 60s, Disney was pumping out a lot of live-action yeah. movies with a lot of the same actors. Um, but do you so. really want Million Dollar Duck on your resume? <laughs> I mean, it was just a job. Like I'm just saying, Steven. Maybe they thought that Million Dollar Duck would launch a franchise just like Herbie did. They but, uh, thought the, wrong. 
But duck that lays golden eggs, not as endearing of a concept <laughs> as... Carwood is alive. Living Housewife that fucks up applesauce. How the fuck do you fuck up applesauce? <laughs> I, yeah. I will not let this go. So, I've got a play-by-play -play here, and I, I just want to walk everyone through what happens. Go ahead, Because Carol. it is honestly mind-boggling. And may I remind you, all of the things I describe are in less than a minute yeah. of film. Fucking fuck up applesauce. How the so, uh, Habershaw deploys the oil slick, because this is Wacky Races now, and uh, causes Herbie to spin down a hill. Um, so, like that, And then Thorndike is, is too busy gloating, and he also goes down a hill. Um, he is in the Thorndike special. This is the final boss car. <laughs> it's the fastest. It's the coolest. Um, so, he gets stuck in a muddy yeah. pond. And he has Havershaw out back pushing the car. Then Herbie is also heading down this hill. So he gets to the pond and then skips across <laughs> the water like a stone. Breathe, he hydrofoils on the water and splashes Thorndike with mud, obscuring his, um, his, his so goggles. Then a yes. bear... Comes out of the woods, attracted by the scent of Thorndike's picnic basket that he has in there for some <laughs> reason. Oh my god! It's a, oh, there's a scene where like the bear walks up as the door is open, and there's just an open picnic basket just sitting like in his back seat. I picnic guess basket. Victory. Yeah. All right, yeah, Yogi it's Bear. His, <laughs> it's his victory picnic basket. Then the bear gets into the car to eat the picnic basket. This is Disney minus, not Hanna Barbera minus. I'm... Thorndike see, hears Thorndike like so Havershaw gets the car out of the muck goes to get back in the car sees that there is a bear in there closes the door out of panic Thorndike thinking that Havershaw has gotten back in the car peels out with the bear in the passenger seat and Havershaw is like sir that's not me um, but he is he's in the car in may I remind everyone that took less yeah. than a minute to happen. All of that shit happens in less than a minute. I love the shots of this bear just munching on the sandwiches. Just, oh, no. Bear's a good boy. Um, he wipes. Yeah, the bear wipes. Uh, the bear wipes uh, Thorndike's glasses. <laughs> and he finally looks at the bear, screams and faints, and starts going through the forest. The bear starts trying to, like, slap him awake. He's like, bro, bro. Bro, wake up. Um, and then crashes, they crash oh. into a tree. Both the bear and Thorndike jump out and run in separate directions. <laughs> like, Screw this, I got bear shit to do. <laughs> yeah, the bear is just as afraid of Thorndike as Thorndike is of him. Um, so, as, so Herbie is back in the lead. And they realize, oh, we should probably refuel. Um, we're, we're running a bit low. And then, and then so, so Tennessee pulls out the, the gas can. He's like, wait oh. a minute. I gotta check something. He sniffs it. It's like, yeah, that's water. Thorndike <laughs> fucked us again. They, they mentioned before the race starts that Haverfam spent a few significant seconds with Herbie. He's yeah, so I guess like that seems like more than a few seconds for some of the shit he had to do. Like, if I was Jim, I would say, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing over here? Get out!" Have been of enough time to notice. Yeah, or maybe they were off. The three of them were off doing something else in Havershaw. Maybe Havershaw is actually really good at his job. Um, and, and, and Thorndike just doesn't know what a good mook he has. 
But yeah, so Haver, uh, Thorndike screams by them in the special. Um, they are they're they're stranded in the desert. They're they're trying to get to this old mining camp called Chinese Camp to refuel. And this is when we these uh, these guys the 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 like woo team picks yeah. them up. I don't know about this music choice. Disney seems a bit much. The like the 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 classic East Asian Orientalist sting comes up. You I, know what it is. The, the 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 I don't even want to like do the. I will do the amend notes. my earlier statement. You've heard that it. The music in this movie is fun, except for this. So, part. <laughs> yeah. So they they all they all they all like pick Herbie up and carry him over <laughs> to the camp, where Thorndike and Havershaw are being refueled by the oldest men on the planet. And it's just like, hey, what's going on? And one of the guys that's holding Herbie up, like, turns back and is like, oh, this is Uncle Wu's car. There's no way we'll let it lose. Like, we'll... Yeah, it's like, we're, listen, like, Uncle Wu wants this car to win. We're going to have, we're going to make it, we're going to help, uh, help it win. Um, and so, yeah, they bring this car back where, where Thorndike and, and Havershaw are struggling with the customer service there. We got this old ass man and his dad who's even older, who's just like, you gotta be patient. You know, ga- changing gas properly takes time. And Thorndike's like, okay, fine, whatever, get on with it. Um, and then he sees Herbie get carried in, like 50 guys come out to change the oil, refill the gas, shine the fucking headlights, and Herbie peels out. I love this out. because it shows both of their, like, meters on the gas pump, and his is just, um, yeah, his is going up very slowly. Also, every time it gets to another one gallon, it does a full gallon, there's a gong sound effect. Once again, I don't know I don't about know. that. But yeah, so then it switches over to Herbie's and it's just going gong, 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 gong. Yep, it is going way up. They fill him right up and they, they just go. They just go. Um, and Thorndike and Havershaw are looking at this and then look back at us. Hey, can you go a bit faster? He's like, nope. <laughs> no, he tries to leave. He's like, screw it. We'll just go. We've got enough gas. But <laughs> they've got a fucking... Yeah, like, we've got enough gas. They've got him on a chain so he can't escape. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy's like, listen, you don't leave until you're fully fueled up. We, we, what kind of... We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta have a high standard of service. We gotta fill up your tank. Then it cuts to this old ass man tottering over with the gas pump, just like very slowly filling it up. Um, so yes, they uh, they are they are going. This race goes on for oh a very God, long so time. It is like a th- like I said, it is literally a third of the movie. This final race, it, it begins to drag at a little some bit. point. Oh yeah, so here's the next thing that happens. The next fucking wacky races thing that happens. <laughs> Havershaw and Thorndike switch the arrows yeah. on a sign. So they're supposed to go over this rail bridge, um, but instead they point all of the racers towards a mine. <laughs> and, like, it's all the racers, yeah, not just Yeah, everybody Herbie. goes. We get this shot of, like, all of them just zipping around different sections of the mine as, again, one of the world's oldest men is just slowly smacking the wall with a pickaxe not even paying any mind yeah this fucking old ass man in a straw hat and his donkey are in this mine while all of these race cars are running over this bridge um they come to a mining elevator and and they're like well shit kirby won't fit on there and jim's like all right everyone get out i have a plan and then we cut away for a minute, and then we uh, oh, it's 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 Thorndike and and Havershaw are like stopped, and it's all right, Havershaw, get the wine out. Uh, it's time to celebrate our victory because there's no way those idiots are gonna get out of this mine. 
And so they pop the champagne. Um, this is this is where the line, you know, where Havershaw says, "Do you want to know something, sir?" And uh, Thorndike says, "If it's if you're going to say the champagne bubbles tickle your nose, I will literally yeah. kill you." <laughs> like I so said at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's he's so mean. Havershaw gets this look on his face where that you know that's a hundred percent what he was about to say. He's just like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then they both see Herbie screaming down the mountain. He's escaped the mine because what they did was that they just kind of jammed him in <laughs> lengthwise. Him on his bumper. Like, all right, I guess with three people you could maybe do that to a Volkswagen Beetle, especially if the Beetle was helping you. Which now um, I have to wonder: so, How did everyone else get out of the mine? Did we have like a line of people having to do this one yeah. at a time, or did they find another way out? Yeah, because everyone else makes it supposedly. So, like, yeah, I guess they all just did this. Um, but but Thorndike sees this immediately, splashes his champagne in Havershaw's face. Um, and tells him to dump that swill out and, and uh, get back on the road. Um, and then now, and Thorndike, you know, he's like, he's looking at Herbie in the lane. He's like, hey, uh, when is that fucking tire coming off, dude? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. It and Thorndike, or Havershaw's like, well, it should, it probably should have come off a while ago, but I'm sure it'll, it'll come off any minute now. He looks, Havershaw looks like he's on the brink of tears as he says this, too. He's like, I'm so yeah. sorry, sir. I he's fucked like, up. Uh, it hasn't come off yet. I don't know. Oh, jeez. So uh, it does come off. We see they're on a like perilous mountain pass, Thorndike, and uh, and the tire just Thorndike bounces away. Slams into Herbie first, like his tire connecting with Herbie's yes. tire, like they're fucking gladiators in the chariot race. Oh yeah, he he's like, all right, well if the wheel is already loose, let me just uh, give it a little nudge, um, and the wheel comes off, and and Herbie Herbie is is, is right, uh, sparking up. He's he's grinding his like uh, the 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 metal against the concrete there. Um, and like almost goes oh over a cliff. So Tennessee is trapped in Herbie um, as they are both dangling over the edge and, and Carol and Jim have to like kind of kind of pull him out of that um, and, and, and get Herbie back from over the edge. And like, and well, shit. This again, before the next thing, I will again remind you, Havershaw is supposed to have only spent a few seconds with Herbie before the race. A few significant seconds. They were very apparently. significant, apparently. I'm telling you, he's really good he's at it, apparently. solid snake over here sneaking around disguising himself as a tire or something. Yeah. He can loosen a, he can loosen a wheel in, like, two seconds. He is better than any, like... He is a one-man NASCAR pit <laughs> crew. So, like... They decide, alright, well, here's what we can do to kind of try and get Herbie stable again. We're gonna use Tennessee as no. a counterweight to keep the car off. No, on one before end. that, they go to get the spare out of the front. And oh yeah, that's been turned <laughs> yeah, into a pizza. Yeah, it like falls apart and her Tennessee shots. He made a pizza out of it. Yep. Once again, a few significant seconds. He's fast. Havershaw gets shit done. Maybe Thorndike could should consider being nicer. Um. So. They, like, do some shenanigans to try and recapture this tire that is just going down the road. But, like, they can't quite do it. And the tire rolls away. We focus away. on that so, like, well, for a shit. while. Yeah, it's the tire shenanigans. And then, like, Tennessee is, like, hanging out of the edge of the, the door to keep the fucking car uh, stable. 
<laughs> and Carol's like, Jim's like, hey, Jim, is this a good idea? And Jim's like, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's Tennessee fine. is leaning out one side. Carol's leaning out the other. They're both kind of like arced over the top of the car. So like for turns, they can just alternate who's leaning farther away, I guess. Yeah. And then Jim's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But they lose the tire. And so like, well, shit, how are we going to get across the finish line now? Um and we cut back to the the sort of uh, the town that was the first leg yeah, of this race. And the guy's like, well, everyone else is here except the Douglas special. Yeah, it's like the dead of night. They've given up. Everybody else has, got, has come in. The judges that are, like, officially counting people's times as they come in are like, fuck it, we're going to bed. Yeah, Wu is still there. He's, like, he's looking really <laughs> sad about it. He's like, I know. Damn. Two... To the movie's uh, credit, they could have also made Wu a giant asshole on it because if he wins, or if yeah. they lose this race, he comes out on top. But no, to his credit, he's like, "Where are my friends?" <laughs> yeah, no, Wu's kind of a bro. I like him. Um, so he's he's still there. He's about to go inside when he sees a pair of headlights, and Herbie <laughs> lumps across the finish line with a wagon <laughs> wheel attached to his back wheel. <sighs> um, he made it. He fucking he fucking got him there, but apparently he has like expended all of his energy I, to get there. He's for like a apart. second. I really thought they were just gonna tell us Herbie was dead. Then I remember uh, there were three more movies and two remakes. Yeah. So. I actually found Woo. funny trivia for like the third Herbie movie, oh, no. but I'll hold it in case you guys want me yeah, to hold, wait. Yeah, hold it until we get to Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Yeah, please um, don't let me forget it because it's actually really good. <laughs> I have some trivia for this movie about this next scene where uh, Wu brings the gang some soup. So he says, bird's nest soup never did anybody Which... any harm. Um, so bird's nest soup is oh, a I real thing. Oh, I thought he just meant tea. Yep. It is a... No, I thought it was just a euphemism for tea since like, it's leaves. Nope. No, it's no, a real bird's thing. nest... Yeah, it is, it is, a, it uh, is a Chinese delicacy nice. made from like... Actual bird's nest. Actual it is a special type of edible huh. bird's nest that is made from like dried bird saliva. Ugh. A very particular type of bird makes You're it. You're eating bird's nest. So weird. Yeah. So if you melt it, if you melt it and boil it, it becomes like a very thick huh. broth that you can use uh, as a base for soup. So it is. It is a. It's apparently these these bird's nests are apparently very expensive. Like they go for three or four thousand dollars. Um, so it is like a very expensive delicacy. I don't know Further if it was that, that expensive. Humanity back. needs to just fuck up nature in order to get their jigglies off. Yeah, but I guess I don't know if it was that expensive back then. But if it is, that would definitely go further in characterizing Wu as like a yeah. very uh, powerful businessman. Because we always see there's if we always see a, whenever he owns a business, he's he the jacket said like a, a Wu venture. <laughs> Like he's got a he's he's franchising outwards. Um, oh yeah, the the slogan on the fucking back of his like fuel shop is "Put a dragon in your tank." <gasps> oh damn um, it! I missed that part. So yeah, it, it's that, that's kind of a neat. I uh, I didn't know that that was like a real thing. I just, it sounds neat. And also like no one no one's like ew that's gross. Like they don't drink it, but also like no one's like oh gross. They take it like yeah. oh thanks man. I just um yeah he is genuinely like hey is what's up with oh what's up with the car is it gonna be good? Um, no. The answer is no. Like he is Herbie is all kinds yeah, of fucked um, up. It's either Jim or Tennessee. One of them says like he tore himself to shreds just getting them there and like oh no. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee is the one who said that. Um, and Jim, Jim is, is kind of torn up about it. 
So you can you can watch. said that he's off to the side contemplating the nature of life. <laughs> yeah. So Wu, they're they're like, well, Wu, it's it's this is technically like your car. It's your like call. Do we try to pull them back together or do we not? And and he says like, well, listen, wise a wise man once said, once you come to the last page, you got to close the book. Uh, I think we're done here. And he kind of walks off very sadly. And yeah, this is when Jim comes, sits over here and tells uh, tells us the themes <laughs> yeah. of the movie, where he's like. He's just like, well, you know, we put so much into these machines. I guess sometimes they can give back, and they can give back more than more than we even know or appreciate until it's too late. So basically, we start um, playing Eye of the Tiger right about now. <laughs> so it's a very sad moment. I did not like the the line uh, Bennett has. It was a bit. It was a bit weird where she's like, "Well, Herbie, obviously, you know, thought maybe you were you were worth belonging to." Like, I can oh, understand hang on. that. Eh. Oh, hang on a minute. Because um, otherwise, I think their relationship is fine, but that line is really weird. I don't know. So, this is two people finally finding someone that has the same fetish as them, and I celebrate that. Good for them. Stephen, what? Because they both want to fuck cars. They both want to fuck cars. Oh, my God. Um, it's a, they're a thruple with Herbie, <laughs> clearly. Like, both of you were grounded. <laughs> oh, you think Herbie's? You think Herbie is just their driver for the honeymoon at the end? No, it's all no. of their. Oh honeymoons. my god, Nero, you were right. This is how we get to cars. Oh my! This god. is how we get to cars. <laughs> this is how it happens. No, like, we, we're we're unlocking the truth. So I do not endorse this. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Two out of three Disney minus hosts agree. Yep. Let the record uh, show. Majority, majority I do not rules. endorse this for once. I am the voice of sanity, and I know that's scary. Yeah. So, yeah, but like that line is like, uh, I guess it was. Yeah, it was the '60s, huh? Sometimes that weird, that weird misogyny and this kind of gross Orientalism that that just kind of pervaded a lot of stuff kind of yeah. bleeds through. It's not yeah. as bad as some other examples. Like when when I think about all this stuff with with the the Chinese folks in this movie, I think well. At least it's not Andy Rooney in and, yeah, uh, like Yellowface. It's, it's well, and it's not the Aristocats. Oh. oh! I love that movie, but boy. Hey, Wait, wasn't that Lady and the Tramp, or was that the Aristocats? No, well, I mean, there I were forget. both. There was Siamam and Lady and the Tramp, but no, or the Aristocats were the one where they had the Siamese cat actually going Shanghai, Hong Kong, Egg Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna come up in another. I love the I love the whole rest of that movie. Yeah, but... those. Yeah, yeah those two are the most. Ag- whenever we get to the Aristocats. Yeah, or you know, or Peter Pan, or oh. Uh, boy, Peter. That. Hmm. Oh, there's. I don't even want to see. I don't even want to say We've the na- name of the song of in that. To unpack with later movies, but we'll get to those Dumbo. We'll get to yeah, Dumbo. Yeah, I'll. Old Disney. We'll get to them when we get to them. With race. It's going to uh, happen, yeah, yeah. and we're going to get yeah. to them. But on the... Yeah, wait, just wait until wait, just wait until our Song of the South episodes. Oh, my God. Just kidding. They're no, never putting no. that on Disney+. Plus. Oh, no. <laughs> They're never going to do it. That like, I would be bet money on them not doing it. a very special Disney Minus episode. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, how did this happen? What how the was fuck? this ever released? Oh, my God. And but uh, yeah, so they start uh, Carol and Jim. They start making out, and that's when Thorndike just was like, "Oh, am I interrupting something? Sorry, I'm just here to pick up." Yeah, my he has car. a straight up because evil guy see, speech here. Yeah, he's like, "Well, uh, Wu and I made a bet, and you know, if I won, 
Uh, I get the car. Um, and if, and if uh, he doesn't say what the other end of the bet was yet. Um, but Wu was like... I just like, believed in you guys listen, so much. <laughs> yeah, Wu literally just... I, just I, I thought, like, I, I couldn't resist the odds. But, you know, I really... I really thought you guys would win. I, I believed. Um, and Thorndike's like, well, dude, shut the fuck up, all right? Um, it's my car now. You lost. Fuck you. Herbie gets fucking He gets pissed. so mad that his soul comes back from the afterlife, possesses his own body, and, like, tries to murder a man. Yeah. Like, Her- Herbie... So, in, in Dra- you know, Dragon Ball Z, obviously, uh, Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time after Krillin dies. It's the same kind of thing here. You piss Herbie off enough, he will, he will go Super Saiyan. He he tries to really kill Thorndike. He is trying to run him yeah. down. Um, he is, and the, the, it put the it puts the fear of God into Thorndike, or should I say, the fear of Herbie, our yeah. true God. See, because that's um, the thing is throughout this movie, like he never explicitly states it, but you kind of come to realize, oh, Thorndike believes that herbie's alive but instead of being like that's awesome like the others he's like but i will fucking murder him yeah he is like oh yeah he's alive but i want to kill it um and herbie is like oh yeah i'm alive and i will kill you thorndike so the anger in herbie's soul reignites his passion and he's like i will do i will bring i will win this fucking race um and the the bet the bet is off they're back in they rescind their resignation, and it's time for the final lap. And Thorndike is like terrified yeah. the next morning. <clears throat> he is, he is, uh, he is like, I am Th- Havershaw. I don't want to look at that car. <laughs> I am deeply terrified of that car. And Havershaw's like, oh, well, oh, that's okay, sir. He's like, don't you dare patronize me, you piece <laughs> of shit. I will throw you, you under the wheels. You haven't seen what I've seen. You haven't seen the, the rage in that car's <laughs> headlights. You haven't seen the bloodlust that runs through that car's pipe. Like, no, even at the starting um, line, Herbie tries to run him down again. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, and, and Tennessee has to be like, hey man, listen, you, you, gotta, you gotta control it. I know. I know you wanna kill him. But we Jeff gotta... says save it for the race. <laughs> yeah. Save it for the race, buddy. Come on. Um, so they, like... So, because they finished so behind yeah. everyone else, they have a, a starting penalty, and uh, Thorndike gets a head start. And they use that head start to do some more dastardly and muttly Like, they'd have bullshit. won. They'd have won if they just the, It's the dastardly and muttly problem. If they had just kept going, maybe... Well, maybe they would have won. Kirby That's still true. could have caught up to them. Um, but they try rolling a fucking <laughs> log out in the middle of the road. Um, and at this point, Herbie has like taken second place. Like he just fucking smokes every yeah. other racer. He comes um, out of the starting line like doing a wheelie. Yeah, he he hits the nos. Um, and uh, he eats ha- he eats <laughs> yeah. Thorndike. I had the same note because yeah, he like what is it? He like slams into the log. His um he- his hood, which is his trunk, because uh, bugs have yeah, been so in his- the back. They uh, it opens up and he just slurps Thorndike down. He fucking pulls him into the <laughs> trunk. They drive off and the guys are like, "Hey, what happened to Thorndike?" Yeah, I was like, "Hey, what's that weird noise?" And then they 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 like pull they pull down the glove compartment and his face is in there like, "Get me out of here!" Um, so they have to pull him out and he is like bent at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> his fucking spine is yeah, broken. Oh my god. Ooh, wait, actually, um, we missed it, but backing up for a minute, uh, because another good moment of Wu being just the biggest bro 
he sees it's in the morning. He sees Herbie trying to like run Thorndike down again and is right there next to Jim helping him stop. And I guess in this moment, clocks that Herbie's oh, yeah. alive, he's just like little car, big anger or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like easy. This is this, this guy's fucking angry. Um, and Jim's like, yeah, but you know, we 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 can use that energy in the race. Uh, yeah, Wu gets yeah, I it. Just, I just love because nobody um, has to like explain it to him. He just sees it happen and he's like, no. Yep. Well, this shit's alive, I guess. Um, might one as well happen. Cars? Yeah, shot shit. I got one of them living cars. All right, cool. Um, so the racing continues. Uh, Thorndike eventually catches back up after assumedly uh, Haversha like unfolds him, and um, they try to run him off the road again. And th- th- this is like the last ditch. Like, you know what? Fuck it. No clever tricks. We're just gonna knock him off of this cliff. <laughs> Um, and this is when shit starts getting real crazy. So Herbie is literally coming oh apart God. at the seams. Like Tennessee is back there with a blowtorch <laughs> welding things shut as they are racing. Jim's like, hey, what's um, that noise back there? They're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Carol, Carol just says, like, don't, don't look, don't look, keep your eyes on the road, man. And, um. It's, at a certain point, you can't weld in anything more shut because Herbie literally splits in half, connected by an extremely tenuous like chassis, and Tennessee is stuck in the back where the yeah. engine is, and like so they're about to hit the straightaway to the finish line, and and they're they're pulling up alongside the Thorndike special and they're both gunning it, and then, um, his ass comes off. <laughs> Herbie's ass to We do have before that a cool shot as like Thorndike's catching up of like the front staying where it is and the back just swiveling across the road to block. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're they're like blocking his way cuz the cuz the uh, the back is like blocking. Yeah, his ass comes off and like pulls ahead because of the low weight and the fact that it still has the engine in it. Um and so Tennessee wins. <laughs> They they said the little car takes first and third, <laughs> so they won um, in the stupidest oh way God. imaginable. And the two halves like keep going onto like a dirt field, and I for, like they curve toward each other. And for a second, I thought they were gonna slam together and like be fixed, and everything would be fine. Yeah, no, they just like they just like pile on top <laughs> of each other, and we uh, we see you know everyone's cheering. Thorndike is, of course, pissed because no one has ever lost in this manner before in the history of <laughs> motorsport. Um, and like they won, so we cut to the epilogue, where apparently where the full details of the the bet Wu and Thorndike made come out, and the bet seems to be way way worse on Thorndike's end because what he bet was the showroom. Why would you take this bet? He was too confident. He had the fucking blinders on. He hated that car yeah. so much. He was like, "Oh, I can, I can beat this stupid car." Um, no. So he Wu now owns the show, and we open with Tennessee and Wu painting like another <laughs> Wu Enterprise onto the showroom, um, and we get to see uh, Havershaw and Thorndike are now staff. They're now mechanics. Um, spraying yeah, each other the with oil. Spraying each other with oil thing. Like, okay. They're going to get fired uh, pretty fast right. if they keep that shit up. 
And then we we cut outside and we see Jim and Carol are, are have 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 hitched and they're uh, uh, with Herbie of course and they're they're off on their honeymoon uh, and they don't know where they're going. Herbie will decide where they go. <laughs> Tennessee asks, what, "Yeah, leave it up to the car. yeah." Tennessee asks, "We don't get a wedding scene. This is how it reveals they're married." Like Tennessee no. asks, "Hey, where are you guys yeah. going for your honeymoon anyway?" <laughs> they're. Well, the, the the scene of them kissing Herbie was something right. too graphic. The two of them are sitting in the back seat. I mean, that was an episode on my strange addiction. There we go. So. See, <laughs> it's like one of the it's like one of those challenges where you got to hold your lips against a truck for like ah. seventy two hours, and you get the yeah. truck. But yeah, Tennessee. Um, no, thank you. But yeah, so they. Yeah, Tennessee's like, "Hey, where are y'all going on that honeymoon?" And Jim's like, "I don't know." We're <laughs> yeah, Herbie, it up to Herbie hasn't told us, and <laughs> which. To me, I know this isn't what happened, but to me, conjures up a scene of Herbie, like, Bumblebee-style manipulating his radio to try and book flights. Yeah, like, if that, if that was, that was, if that was the, if this movie was made today, that would definitely be what would happen. Bumblebee, let me tell y'all, if no, you haven't I seen Bumblebee, that's a good movie. I haven't. Like, it is the only good Transformers movie, because it's the one not made by Michael Wait. Bay. I haven't seen any of the Transformer movies. Just watch that one. It doesn't. The, none of the other ones matter. Just watch it's, that. Is one. it on like Netflix or Hulu or TV? Uh, I think it's. I think it's streaming. Let me see where Bumblebee is streaming because it's got to be streaming somewhere. Because I've somewhere. got Netflix, YouTube, Tubi, Hulu. Uh, looks like it's on Hulu. Okay, so I okay, so I can hijack my friend's Hulu and watch. I can't watch it on my TV, but I can watch it on my. There phone. we go. Uh, yeah, this is a, it's a, it is, it is a Herbie movie. I'm not even kidding. Um, wait, what? But yeah, so that's the end. We wrap it up. Uh, Herbie has, has, has taken his place among the people and will uh, be raised up as their <laughs> new machine god. Um, Havershaw and Thorndike are, are going to like, uh, get disappeared They're somewhere. They're going to I'm car sure. hell. Can I please tell mm-hmm. the trivia that I found? Because I don't know when we're going to get to the third Herbie movie. Yeah, yeah sure. What, what What is the trivia about Herbie Goes to Monte okay, Carlo? So what I found was Dean Jones was convinced that the cars around him and Don Knotts while they were driving were Disney-hired stunt drivers. <laughs> they were driving through France among real race car drivers. Oh, shit! <laughs> What? <laughs> and they thought they they thought they were hired by and they were not. These were actual race car drivers. They were weaving in and out of. That's crazy. I just thought that was funny. All right. <laughs> but were they race car drivers hired by Disney? No, they were just like actual legit race car drivers that happened to be around while they were doing this shit. <laughs> but I mean, surely they were not like this was not like a. They were not hired like, by Disney. But like they knew that they were filming a movie. That from everything I found is no, they were not hired by Disney. These were actual race car drivers that all of a sudden they had these yahoos driving their own. <laughs> that seems ill advised and dangerous. Was inside you the um, whole time, Dean. I mean, do we really do we really expect anything different from Disney? I wouldn't risk Don Knotts <laughs> like that, personally, but you know. But again, this um, is Disney we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they'll do it with a smile. There was Disney in the 70s, which was a different beast. For every um, Don Knotts, there's another, you know, Julie Andrews and freaking whoever did Bert and Mary Poppins. That uh, was Dick it. Van Dyke. Yes, him. So, still with us, by the way, yeah. somehow. Wait, he is? I just kind of assumed he fuck. was. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure he's still around. Well, I mean, shit, uh, he's him very old. And freaking Betty White, God help us, 2021 yep. has not taken them from us yet. Yet. I think I think they've had a good run. I think it'll be fine. Because all Betty White 
does is get trotted out for like cynical commercials yeah, anymore. Kind of sucks. She is um, older than sliced bread, and she's still hanging in there. Betty White is a freaking national treasure. She is. I'm not. I am not discounting that. Okay. Long as we're on the same page. Thought you were disrespecting Betty White there, but no. I just. I just don't like how people are using her. So I'll just trot her out. No, agree. Agree. It'll be it'll, for cheap viral hits. Um, we, despite the fact that but between Steven, her and Julie Andrews and oh my god, when they die, it's like nope. Yeah, it'll, it'll I, be a sad. I feel day. like I've seen a meme um, about this. Was that slice bread thing? Was that true? <laughs> Wait, what, Steven? I mean, it must be. It must be. If what did we about? It. No, uh, Kat, you're saying that she's older than sliced bread. She literally is older than sliced bread. Okay, I thought I had seen a meme like comparing the two times at one point i didn't i just kind of brushed yeah, no it off. betty white was literally born before sliced bread was a thing she is literally older than sliced bread <gasps> that's, that's so good fucking awesome um, dude god damn it so, 2020 didn't take her from us yet 2021 don't you fuck this up right she is she is in a hermetically sealed <laughs> chamber no one will get let anyone she's get like near the her queen these... she is not gonna die Betty White's gonna uh, come only... back as like the Terminator. You cannot kill Betty White. Can we kill the Queen to give Betty White like five years yes. of life? I think that would be a very Dude, good Dude, I would trade. be totally down for that. Like we don't need we don't need that I whole Betty around. I'm just saying, you know, God love Queen Elizabeth. She's hung in there long mm. enough, but just give it up, pass it on to Betty White, let her live. Side note: I would also love a Terminator remake as the Terminator as her. Dude, no. The next Terminator movie needs to end with, you know, it melting down into whatever, and then it reforms into Betty White. Yeah, the 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 T-1000 turns into Betty White. The yes, there you go. So, I am despite the fact that. that Stephen forgot to make a question post. Sorry. God, um, Stephen. Letting us all down. I see we do have we, one. We do have one in the Discord. We have a few. Yeah, we have one in Discord. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Casey. Casey. We love for you for taking the initiative. Friend of friend of the show. So now this is what I was going to bring up. Casey, you're our favorite. Just so you know. This is what I was going to bring up about the 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 '90s remake of the Love Bug. Do we have to bring up with the Bruce 90- Campbell? Do we have to? Yes. Yes, we do because we're talking about Horace the Hate Bug. <laughs> we're talking about Evil Herbie. So. We yeah, Horace the Hate Bug, bug <laughs> or simply known as Horace, is an evil black VW Beetle and Herbie's evil twin who appears in the 1997 television remake of The Love Bug. Equipped with modifications and vicious behavior, he will win at all costs, even going as far as to kill Herbie. <laughs> evil Herbie. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. Like, I do want to watch that now. Um, I have not seen it yet, but I definitely want to see Horace the Hate Bug. I want to see Bruce Campbell driving Herbie. I want to see Shadow Herbie attempting to murder Herbie. I want to see it, but at the same time, I know I'm going to regret it. Uh, Horace looked kind of fresh, though. Look yeah, at that right? picture. I see the picture. I'm looking at it right like, now. Like, if you're looking at an evil car. It looks like a horse bug. <laughs> Look, like, it, it, has, it has like bit, literally, You could hide a body in that thing. It has like half lidded eyes. Oh like, it does. It. it. I mean, honestly, the bug kind of looks like it's just done with everybody's shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other question Casey asks is, "What car would you want to be alive and your friend?" Uh, Bumblebee. That's yeah. the easy answer. I would want to hang out with Bumblebee. Uh, fuck you both, baby from Supernatural. I want the Impala. <gasps> 
too much fucking going on in that car. Uh, I want oh, no. the goddamn Impala. I want baby. You want to hold up a black no. light to that thing? I, Not now. I mean, didn't that car go to heaven? Uh, I know Dean had yeah, a version of it. She's been to heaven. She's been to hell. And I have, I haven't hugged Jensen and Jared, but I've hugged Misha Collins, and he's been in baby. <laughs> uh, well, the car went. To, I know the car went to heaven. I want baby. Um, I have a. Little I don't mini, watch Supernatural. I actually have like a little mini baby that needs to be put back together because one of my supervisors, Steven what? Brandy, broke baby. Oh no! What happened? I have a little mini baby. She knocked him off. She knocked her off my desk, and baby broke. I need to fix her, but I have a little mini baby. Baby is the car what? I want to be my friend. Well, okay. What if there was? Okay. Well, what if? What about a real car? What about like a a non fictional alive car? Like no bumblebee, no kit from Night Rider, no baby. Oh, like, like an actual car. Oh, um. I feel like both of my cars would just be mad at us. What would be a cool car to hang with? I would actually. I don't think it would be a sports car because I bet yeah, those guys are right? assholes. I would have to say my actual my grandpa Skeeter's pickup truck. Yeah, it's like an old ass. Well, because he would always worldly. Well, because my grandpa Skeeter when he was able to he had like a garden so he would do like fresh watermelon and veggies and stuff and he would always bring it to my parents house so of course he would come and bring all this good stuff but then also my sister and i would like beg him to let us ride in the back of his car and we were his only grandkids so i mean he would never go anywhere with the car but he would let us like ride in the back and sit in a little bucket seat so i would say my grandpa skeeter's truck yeah, it's like a grandpa car. That's that's a good that's a yeah. good one. I like yeah. that. that. That if I had to do a non-fictional car, it would be my grandpa Skeeter's truck. So, now we leave our next. I think now is the time where we have to we have to roll we have to roll the it's dice. It's the we randomizer. To, oh god. We have to leave our 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 fate up to uh, the 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 goddess of chance. Luck be a lady tonight. Could be anything. All right, Steven, aren't aren't you the one that usually does the randomizer thingy? Okay, no, I've got I've got a generator pulled up and I've got the list pulled up. So let's let's go. Hit the button. Okay. It gave me number six. It gave me number six, which is Bambi. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit, alright. Okay. Well I'll do it. That's alright, I guess. I'll probably fall asleep <laughs> during that, but I, I mean, you know, fucking shot us in the heart with the initial, you know, start the whole Disney killing moms thing. But okay. <laughs> Bambi, yeah, Bambi, famously the, the uh, the movie that had to uh, cause a lot of parents to explain what death was to their children. Your mom can't be with you now. Shit. The, you go to you go to the cute deer movie. Oh you my go, you, god. You, okay. You're left with a bunch of like screaming children in the car, uh, who have just experienced the the realities of death for the first time, and you didn't. You didn't sign up to have this conversation today. Disney just forced it on you. Well, and then you get into the whole, like, Disney conspiracy thing where it was like, oh, Gaston was the hunter, or this dude was the hunter, and Jesus Christ. Okay, so fine, Randomizer. You're just going to kill us all <laughs> the week after next. I've never actually seen I... Bambi. Wait, what? I... I haven't seen Bambi. I, don't, I didn't watch a lot of the older stuff. I've seen... You haven't seen Bambi? I, I, not to my knowledge, maybe when I was very young, but I don't recall. I don't think I've seen Sleeping Beauty either. Uh, probably haven't seen Cinderella. What? I've seen Lady and the Tramp and the Aristocats. I think I've seen The Jungle Book at least Okay, once. I'm going to have to pick an old one just to indoctrinate you back into Disney. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't think it'll work at this point. I think I will really be able to appreciate the artistry. I think Bambi is a very, very beautiful movie. Uh, I mean, very some of, pretty some of the music of the is forest. really good, too. Like, when I was yes. in grade school band, like, one of the things they did to get us used to the woodwinds was they taught us how to do, drip, drip, like, the intro to Drip Drip Drop Little April Shower. Nice. Like yeah. the So, I think I will, I think I will be able to... Is, and the whole, you know, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. I will be able to appreciate Bambi on its own merits with a with a a, a grown up mind free of any nostalgic chains. Because I would I will admit I have a lot of nostalgia for the love bug, which is maybe why I'm I'm kinder on it than some others might be. I had a baby thumper and our great Dane chewed up his nose. <laughs> so and I'm pretty sure I, I had a Bambi at some point. Yeah, I feel like that's why I'm here. I'm the one who has the least Disney nostalgia for certain things. For other things, I have a lot of Disney nostalgia. So we'll we'll see how the Aristocats holds up when we get there. Oh, good. We're going to get to that eventually. Yes. That's so, going to uh, be... We... On the one hand, it's good. But on the other hand, oh my god, the Siamese cat. But we'll get there. All I remember is that big cracker. I love yes. that cracker and, as oh a my kid. God, the I just... creme de la creme. Right? Oh my god. So yeah. good. Someone like, did a recipe I, for that. I will. Whenever we do the Aristocats, I will find the recipe. Someone did the recipe for creme de la creme. Isn't it just cracker and cream? With no, I mean well, there was see, like an he, actual recipe that went into it, but I will find it whenever we do that. It was it was a binging with Babish video. He made the big cracker. Oh. And sort of thing. Um, we will post the episode whenever we get to that movie. Yes. So, yeah. But first, we gotta we gotta talk about Bambi. <laughs> fun times in the woods. Um. And how all With our of friends. us, well, most of us, had our childhood die on that day. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't it for me. I think for me it was actually a uh, dinosaur documentary that made me confront the idea of death first. God, I'm like sitting here like I'm already mentally hearing all of the music in my head. The love is a song that never ends and little April shower <laughs> and okay. I'm having all the feels, so fuck you both. Save those feels for uh, a couple of weeks from now when we talk about the seminal Disney classic, Bambi. Give us all your childhood ruining questions. <laughs> Join us Bambi. two weeks from now to uh, learn about death. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks from now, will we just totally ruin everybody's mood? <laughs> well, hey kids, have you ever wondered what, it, what it's like when your mom dies? Well, here you go. I did, I'm pretty sure I watched okay, Bambi. Life is fleeting, but oh Disney is forever. I can't breathe. Oh I'll live every one of you meat sacks. Huh? Uh, oh my god, I almost made the same mistake as last week because that would have been a good place to end. I almost told Craig to leave. I never thought it was possible to love and hate somebody at the same time. I hate you, Nero. <laughs> well, see y'all. Oh, wait, plugs, plugs. I don't remember. Fuck Disney. Wait. Oh, right. You're right. Plugs. We almost forgot plugs. Y'all do your plugs. <laughs> yep. I'll do mine first. You know where to find me. I'm over at Dragon Smoocher on Twitter. I also have another podcast I do with my friend. It's called The Podcast of Power. It's about She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. An extremely good show. Um, you watched it before and want to relive it? You never watched it and you want to companion podcast to go along with you and kind of you know get into the deep dives and do critical analysis we're over there for you and i yes find that ad podcast of power and i am on twitter at marshmallow it's spelled like marshmallow but it's got my name at the beginning of it 
I am also at dad underscore tastic, which is spelled like those words. <laughs> that one's just dad jokes every day. I'm Kat. You can find me. You can find me lurking around various uh, pagan and Norse boards. I am also on not only this podcast, but Stephen and I are doing a new Kingdom Hearts podcast where he attempts to explain the story to me, and I have no idea what's going on. Um, also, just for for future reference, you can pick your friends. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick a friend's nose. Oh, but no, yeah, uh, the Kingdom Hearts one, Reverse Rebirth, that is the same, or that's in the same feed. I'm about to post uh, the first episode once we get done recording. Kingdom Hearts. Yep, he explains stuff to me, and I am not allowed to know anything going yep, yep. into it, so I literally know nothing. Hey, fellas, did someone mention <laughs> the door to darkness? Nope. A.K.A. the saga of Natsuke, Sephir Not, and is it fucking Keyblade yep, yep. time yet? And Steven, I still say we need to have the techno be the ending for all Not episodes. all episodes. I'll do it for the first one. It needs to be all episodes. <laughs> it needs to be the ending for all episodes. Bye, everybody. <laughs>